Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. Um, you don't know this, but we're a little bit late starting because, emergency, as usual, emergency. As usual, there's a drama. Shame war. Um, I don't run a calm, relaxed ship like Tommy does. Uh, it's carnage down by here. And um, I can imagine dog your ate. house being like Fireman Sam when a <laughs> when an emergency comes in, <laughs> swinging, yeah, flying, jumping into our boots, but jumping into our little dungarees. You uh, and Penny coming down the chute. <laughs> it is uh, a big shoot now the dog ate an easter egg so I said to the kids don't leave your easter eggs on the f- anywhere near the floor because he will have them and dogs are allergic to chocolate it can kill them and all that now my dog has eaten a lot of chocolate in his life because he's a thief and they put them on a shelf but not quite high enough shelf and he got it and he had a whole Cadbury's cream egg easter egg and I think he might have had three Cadbury's cream eggs is that why you call him Fagan <laughs> He's he's a pickpocket. Yeah, exactly. It. He he's an opportunist thief. Which dog is this now? Badger. Yeah. Ah, uh, the the one he's that went walkabout. He's the, only little. The one that went walkabout and didn't want to come home. Someone moved to Kent. He moved to Kent. Yeah. I can imagine went, him getting out the car like when he get when he got delivered back. He's just, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, he's been he's been staying with the in laws for two weeks. We've been in Tenerife and Devon and all that. And um, oh, yeah. he. Uh, He's basically had two long country walks a day and spent every afternoon by the by a log burner every oh. afternoon. He must come back here and think this is terror. Yeah, this is no life. He must hate it. So I'm gonna 
after I've, I've got a few things on today, it's one of those days off that isn't a day off, but when I've got a sec, I'm going to take him, or an hour, I'm going to take him on a proper walk and pretend I love him as much as the in-laws do, basically. Yeah. Oh, well done. But he's okay, though. But how are you, boy? He's fine, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Um, it's one of those things, did you, uh, the, the vet basically said to me that some dogs will die if they have a mouthful of chocolate. Some dogs can eat five kilos and not die. You don't know until your dog eats chocolate what's going to happen to it. I've like that one. Mushrooms. And I said, oh, I said, oh, he's eating loads. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're like that with vegetables. Um, how are you, boy? Oh, I've got myself in a right pickle. Got myself Go in a right pickle. Uh, trying to book flights for a golf weekend. And just don't do them through a third party. It just... It just causes carnage. I booked him through. And like this would be great if anyone can tweet me some help on this. I booked him through... I'll try and keep this quick. I booked him through lastminute.com. And Don't keep it quick. We want to know all the details. And it was with Wellin. And uh, the outbound flight was a scheduled change from something like 12.30 to 6.30. And that's no good for us. So cancelled that outgoing flight, but then had no refund yet because apparently it takes forever. Contacted lastminute.com they said both flights have been cancelled so I rebooked another flight with Wellin Direct with golf bags for four people it's not just me uh, so I'm, I'm sort of tour leader our Kayla of course you are and I found out now that the flight back I've double booked because it hasn't been cancelled only the outbound flight has been cancelled the inbound flight hasn't been cancelled there's absolutely no way of contacting Wellin online or via the phone. The phone number they gate they give you, they just there's no way of speaking to anyone at customer services. So I'm knackered. Oh boy, about six hundred and fifty quid out of pocket at the moment. No, yeah, and I don't think I'm gonna oh, get that boy. back. Well, it's four lads, is it? Will they chuck in another hundred and fifty quid each? Yeah, they sort you out. I don't know. I don't know. So we've got eight spaces on the way home at the moment. Well, let's sell them, shall we? Yeah. We can't get you out there, but we can get you back. Where Where are the flights to? Alicante. Alicante to Cardiff. And, but I just can't get hold of, of Wellen. Um, of course you can't. They don't even have an online chat facility. Any can't time, talk to anyone anymore. When you ring them, it just ends up saying press one to re-listen to the message, press two to end. That's it. I've just tweeted them now, direct message. Oh, you've done that? Direct message, not online. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm hoping they see the blue tick and think, oh, this guy means business. Yeah, oh God, don't want to get on the wrong side of this psycho. Mm. He could cancel us, he could end us. Mate, you're, you're in the age, I feel for you, but you're in the age now of... You can't. There's no. You can't talk to human beings anymore. I know this is. Hopefully, it doesn't sound massively insensitive, but COVID obviously has killed a huge amount of people, and it's incredibly sad. But I wonder if it's killed way, way more than we thought because there are no people left to talk to. It's like I live. When I say across the road, I mean across the road from a doctor's surgery, and when my newborn baby had an infection that wasn't getting better, I could not go there I could not go to the doctors I was like 
I'm just here. Can I come any time today or tomorrow or the day after? No. Can I make an appointment? No. So I ring up. There are no appointments. Is it an emergency? Yes, it's an emergency. Tell us the emergency. Baby's got pus coming out of her eye and she's four weeks old. Um, well, we'll put you through to a telephone. We'll get you a telephone call. I was like, I've done that. It hasn't worked. We're really worried. She's screaming. Nothing, mate. So I went on Twitter and said, this is a scandal. Mm. And it may, um, when I say five minutes, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just said, like, what, what do I have to do to get, get an appointment for my baby? And it's honestly, mate, within 10 minutes, my phone rang. I understand you can't get an appointment. Yeah, all you have to do is ring this number. I said, don't say that. Don't say that to me. I've rung it 75 times, mate. And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, coming at four o'clock. Thank you. Like, honestly, it took public shaming for them to let my baby in. I was there for five minutes. But it's the same, it's the same thing, mate. Like, it, I don't know. It, what it has to be is companies saving costs, doesn't it? It's just yeah. cutting costs. And we all want to make a profit in, at work. So I kind of get that side of it. I just wish that they were just... I'd like one company, a budget airline, to come and just be, say, like 30 or 40 or 50, 40 quid a flight more expensive. But guarantee you can speak to someone within 10 minutes. Yeah. They'd kill it. They yeah. would kill it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I feel for there you. There we are, mate. I'm in a mess. Okay. Oh, lad. You're in a, You're in an absolute Eric Pickles, mate. I've done really what are. I've done. I've, d- I've made it worse. So I'm going to have to speak to someone. The ferret. You're knackered. Yeah. I've got... Um, have you ever flown with Emirates before? No. Haven't you? No. But you're a Dubai regular, aren't you? Uh, I used to do that with Qantas. Well, not Qantas. With Qatar. When I used to go down to uh, yeah. Abu Dhabi. But Dubai, have flown with Dubai? Yeah, I have flown with Emirates. Sorry, I have. Any recollection? Mm, it was economy, so no. Yeah, I've got I've got some economy flights in July on Emirates, mm-hmm. and people keep saying to me, "Oh, apparently, economy in Emirates is like, you know, Euro Traveler Plus on BA or something like that." And I'm like, "I need, I want anecdotal not, evidence that I'm going to survive not, it." But it's not. We've see, got a newborn, ba- new baby as well. It's a long nice. flight. Got a TV in the back of your um, back of the headrest, yeah. which is which is good, but it's just economy, mate. It's literally just economy. So, on a nice plane with nice decor, good food, lovely people serving you. So and, we flew jet and everyone two the else day. looking at you with your baby, thinking, "Shut, hate you, her up, hate you, hate you." Um, oh no, we've got a baby near us on a flight. We're those poor people. It's like no, no. The poor people are the parents of the baby. We booked the holiday before we had a baby. Booked it two and a half years ago. Um, but we flew Tenerife, only four hours. And that is about an hour and a half too long with our baby. So you're going in June, are you? Going in July. Where you, uh, where are you staying? Um, well, I've done Tenerife, done that, did that last week. Um is that what you're asking me? No, in Dubai. No, I'm not going to Dubai. I just thought Emirates fly there. But oh, okay. I'm flying with Emirates. I'm not going to Dubai. Okay. Um, Lost but money. I just... Yeah, sorry, boy. I just thought you would have... Because you went to Dubai, you'd have flown with them. But everyone... But I've also, can I get a seat with one of those bassinets with like a baby basket in front of it? That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. 
to yeah, put you the baby can. to sleep. You've got to go right at the front, though, haven't you, where you've got the wall straight in front of you. Yeah, and you've got your TV and your armrest that folds out. I'm all right with that, but can I get those seats? That's what I'm saying. And if you, Yeah, you can. Just got to book them. Just got to pay an extra 150 quid each way to book four of them. Brilliant. They, they get you, mate. They get you. If you want to pre-book your seats, oh, they got you by the... They got you by the board. I'm always like, I'm always like, you know, I do, I do a four hours is not long, but I do a longish economy flight that isn't just a little Euro hop for rugby. And I'm like, I can't bear. It's not, I don't need the leg room. I need width and yeah. I need movement and stuff. And I like, I can't, I was properly, my back still hurts for my jet two flight and the jet two flight was fine, but it's a small plane. So it's like, you've got a baby. I can't walking up and down the aisle with a baby to stop her crying. I can't walk straight. It's too narrow for me to walk straight. I have to sidestep all the way up and all the way down the plane because it's so small. Seats are tiny. Armrest didn't move. And I'm like, by the end of it, I'm properly... I've had to swap sides on the mattress at home, see if that's any better because my back's killing me from this plane. I'm like, I'm not flying in July. I'm not flying economy. We are going business. I'm so, I don't care what it costs. I look at the cost. I was like, no, we're not. No, 20, we're not doing that. 25 grand. It was something crazy. It was like yeah. six grand each way or something. Or, you know, and that's 12,000 quid, which is 20,000 quid of earnings on a flight that lands at the same time. No, yeah. no, boy. No. Can't justify that. You'd rather have the money in your pocket when you spend it. Well, I'd rather, buy, I'd rather buy an old car. Yeah, I'd rather buy an old car or something with that. Um, or get my garden done. You're getting your garden done, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, Talk when's to me. it happening? It's happening 20. So we're on like the 23rd of May for about three weeks. Just ordered a grill, a beef eater grill hood. Oh, they're good. Yeah, it's going to be built in. They're really good, fella. So, really good. Yeah, get the Kamado Joe in there as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm up and running. Well done, boy. New turf, new fencing, sleepers around the borders. Yeah. Uh, new shed. Yeah. New patio. God, mate, it's expensive. I had a chat with the guy the other week. He literally was walking past the house and he's like, all right, mate, when did you move in here? I was like, uh, July, who are you? And he's like, oh, I do gardens, mate. Just don't want to do it on the road. What's your garden like? I said, oh, mate, have a look if you want. And he had his T-shirt on and that. So I thought, and he was quite small. So I thought, I don't mind letting you in. And he's chatting to me and he goes, yeah, you do this. Yeah, you do that. Yes, you know, it's quite a uniform space. Yeah, it's fine. He goes, the thing is, you ain't got to spend 50, 60K. Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I know that. I'm well aware of that and I won't be spending that. You won't, you could spend half that and have it. I was like, no, 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 no. It's a city guard. I don't need to spend 30 grand. It's mad, mate. The money, like, oh, yeah. I think it might be like a bath tax or something. I've got a mate from Bristol. He calls it bath tax. And he's like, mate, get all your tradesmen from Bristol. Actually, I've got bath guys doing a great job. But it's like, it, like where on earth does tens and tens of thousands of pounds go in a really simple little job in a not very big back garden. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Mental, mate. Are we getting done over? I think it's just the price, mate. Everything's gone up. I'll tell you what should go up now when you companies you charge for fuel. Normally it's like 40 pence a mile, isn't it? Yeah. That's got a 60p it should be now. It's going to cost you driving at the moment. Mate, with my car, much as I love it, I'm not sure my expenses covers my unleaded, let alone yeah. what expenses meant to cover depreciation and stuff, isn't it, as well, wear and tear. No. I'm not sure it covers my unleaded, boy. Anyway, right, how was Tenerife? Come on. 
give some. Looks good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. Scrum half called James Grindle, who played for England yep. schools, played for Leicester. He was at. He's an. I played for England schools with him years ago, and he was out there. Saw him on. He got there the same day as us, which was nice. So his family were there. Our kids made friends. That was handy. Very handy. Uh, holiday friends. Holiday friends. Um, we were having Stella Artois with him, like in Carlin at the night. We were, have, we were having, no, we were having um, frozen margaritas and the old soul with a bit of lime in, you know, pretty, we're basically legends um, out there. Set up a WhatsApp um, group with the uh, wives now? Uh, Sharing photos? No, actually no. That will happen. It will happen. Lots of mutual friends. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was um, exactly what, different sorts of holidays isn't there what what we wanted was a holiday where we can let the two older kids have a bit of freedom do what they want they've got their all-inclusive wristband so that they can just eat like um animals and they can go and get their own drinks and they can and it's all safe and secure they've got big pools and that sort of stuff and it's just easy for them so we wanted that but we also wanted reasonably nice hotel and nice food and decent weather like didn't want it too hot and it kept saying it was like 22 23 degrees but i was like mate i had the shade thing up on the old pod by the beach by the pool because it was just so hot it's too hot for me yeah i'm glad i didn't go to dubai i wouldn't cope especially um yeah well i'm going in may start of may that's gonna be boiling isn't it yep yep but that's what air comes for mate what are you like in the sun though i am actually not too bad i know you do tan don't you a little bit um i'm pretty good in the steam room at Everlast in the gym can last quite a long time in there. It's hot as well. Hot. I use um, it. I use it sometimes as cardio because your heart rate goes up because it's really hot. Yeah, god yeah. No, hundred percent. Um, easier than doing like ten k on a bike. Yeah, but you know, like you go on a holiday like that, and I'm like, I've got mates that would enjoy that, and I've got mates who'd hate that holiday because it's not active. It's not. You haven't got your backpack and walking shoes on, and you're not doing a hundred things a day. It's like, no, no. We woke up and did nothing except sort out baby nap times and eat and order drinks and do sun cream all day. That's all we did. It was awesome. And you know, when you all inclusive buffet, I'm like, I did that once years ago in Corfu. Yeah. And we got there in like the afternoon and we went to dinner at the buffet. Oh no, whatever. We got there and we went for breakfast and I actually said, I'm not, I said, I'm not a food snob. Like, I, you know, I like a greasy burger. I like a doner kebab like anyone else. I am not eating this food every day. This is horrendous food. Apps, really, really cheap holiday. It is horrendous food. And we ate out for every meal for the rest of the week. We had 20 out of 21 meals out of the hotel, having paid for all-inclusive. It was hor- It was horrific. It was just like those like rotating Frankfurter things, which you can enjoy once with after five beers with a load of mustard and ketchup on it but like, i can't have that for breakfast and like oh it's horrible but this place food was absolutely amazing yeah amazing apps every meal was unbelievable i don't know how they did it for so many people it was awesome so there you are oh, match report yeah i had a couple of days in tenby which was all inclusive no went to one well one meal was that was um at the Royal Oak in Saundersfoot. It's lovely. Surf and turf, half a lobster and steak. So that's Gav Henson's, is it? No, that's Dave Allison's. Oh, that is where, that is where Alan Jones went. 
Where, Gav Henson's or the... No, didn't Alan Wynne-Jones go to that pub at some point? Yeah, he went and signed one of... I think yeah, there was a canvas up of him. So went and signed that, uh, which was it was lovely. Um, day before, went to the new inn in Amroth, my mate Luger's pub, and had yeah. a curry there. Delicious, delightful. Went to Folly Farm, bit on the beach, and and that was it. Short well done, and sharp. Boy. Come back and we did Saracens Cardiff together, didn't we, at the Stone X. So I had a nice drive yeah. down there, listened to a history pod, upskilled on... Which ones? Um, I did the Moon Landings, uh, history on the Vikings. Um, I did the Watergate scandal. Um, yeah. What else did I do? Quite a few. But... They're good because some are like twenty minutes, some are about an hour. But there's lo- there's loads on there. So there's what they call flats. They're called short history of, isn't it? Yeah, short history of and history daily. So I've done the Knights yeah. Templar, uh, the Berlin Wall. That was good. Uh, the Samurai. That was good. That's really good. Apollo thirteen was good. Oh, Ernest Shackleton. That was a good one. Went to my school. Yep. Dulwich College. Of course he did. Yeah. And his ship, the Endurance. I claim it. I was only there, I was only there for two years, but I claim it. I what? still claim it. When he was there or not? Or after? I wasn't there when he was there. Um, but he's one of the greatest blokes to have gone to my school. Um, another one of the blokes that went to my school is Nigel Farage. And, um, you know, we don't want to get political on this pod. But not one of the greatest blokes who went to my school. <laughs> At least you're not top. No, exactly. No, I'm not worst bloke. I'm not best bloke. I'm just in the middle. Mate. I, uh, I had to but, go, I had to Google it in the Shackleton pictures after because they had a photographer with them and they were real old school photographs that were on glass and they had to throw half of them away and they could only keep half because of the weight. Oh, my God. See the ship that caught on yeah. the ice. Wow. Yeah. Just yeah. what they look like and the the kit they had. No Gore-Tex there, is there? There's no, no North Face. No. Patagonia. Brutal. Yeah. But, but why did they do it? Just, it was a race, really. Who could reach the South Pole the quickest? Adventurous, It's one of those they? things that, yeah, I suppose it's what, why does anyone do anything? Exploring. Explore yourself while yeah. you're at it. It's just, oh God, it sounded... It's just one of those things you like. Sounding cold. These people know what's coming. It's like, why would why would you do that? Yeah. Why why would you do these things? They're horrendous things to do. Yep. Yeah. Why? Because like you watch like Ed Jackson or someone does these like mega challenges and stuff, and it's like he's raising money for charities. Like this is awesome. Raising money for people that need it. You're like, yeah, I get it. It's like let's go and hurt ourselves for no reason, like, mate. Not happy at home, mate. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just want to go out the house. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, and I say this, you know, unfortunately, Jacko is happy at home. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, so I'm not saying here. I'm just saying maybe you're yeah, I know you are. I know you're not. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Anyway, maybe when are you walking to Australia? Tuesday with Ian Botham <laughs> and Alan Partridge. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, well, the Saracens, the Saracens-Cardiff game... I went, when I got back on Sunday night, because it was an early start, wasn't it? It was a whatever, early kickoff. So yeah. I got home at tea time and I, I'm a bit of a lad. So I walked around the corner to the local pub where I live with a couple of mates. And um, one of them said to me, you were at Sarah's earlier, weren't you on the telly? I said, yeah, yeah. Cause I, and he said, I turned it on, but turned it off again because it was a bit poo. And I was like, yeah, but I said, oddly, it wasn't that, but there was 77 points yeah. and it still wasn't a great game. Am I right in saying that, or it still was the quality wasn't amazing? Yeah, but it was forty thirty three. There were there was moments. There was like a fifteen minute period basically where four tries happened at the start of the second half for um, Saracens. Yeah, actually, there's five tries if you include Carlos one as well. But yeah, it was there wasn't much going on. There's a lot of kicking. There wasn't many phases strung together. No team really wanted to play. It wasn't like they were running the ball from everywhere. It was two or three phases, kick the ball, and a lot of the outcome depended on how good the kick was, basically. Um, the win was with Saracens in the first half, was with Cardiff in the second half, so they were able to get a lot of territory that way. But in the space of 15 minutes, Saracens just went behind by four points, and all of a sudden went for it. A lot of it down to Max Malins, who featured very heavily. Um, In the second half, maybe. Yep. Him and Maitland, Sean Maitland, were brilliant, I thought. Just yep. either their support lines um, or or just good in the air. Yeah. Dominated that. But yeah, you're right. It wasn't El Clasico. It wasn't like a real exciting game when you'd look at this, the result and think, oh, I'd have to watch that. It was... It was pretty stop and start, but there was there were plenty of tries. So watch the highlights, and you'll just see loads of tries, and that'll be fun. Yeah, be better than be the it. actual game. But I, it's one of those games where we had a good chat with um, Die Young before the game, didn't we, off camera? And he's just like, I, you know, I just it's not I want Cardiff to win every game, but I always sort of want Cardiff to win when they play because I like Die Young and I knew him when he was at Wasp. He's just such a good bloke. You're like, he's one of those blokes, you don't want his job to ever be under pressure. You want him to... He's a great bloke. ...be able to... But also they've got they've got a squad there that he inherited. Loads of them got put on long contracts because they accepted pay cuts during COVID. So he can't do a lot. He can't bring loads of people in. He's bringing a couple in next season. 
but it's almost like it's not really his squad. And then you start thinking about the money that Saracens spend versus the money Cardiff spend. Saris should batter them really, and they didn't. And I thought that was I thought Cardiff were great. Well, they weren't great. They were in patches, really, really good, and they really threatened. And if Owen Lane hadn't dropped a ball that he would catch nine hundred and ninety nine times out of three hundred, I know it's not not because the game would have, that that was earlier on in the game. It would it wouldn't necessarily have won in the game, but it is a game they could have won. I mean, they really could have and won, couldn't they? Yeah, you, know, you can't be too hard because he is a good player. I might have said he's a great player. He's probably not a great player, is he? You know, there's. There are some greats out there. We say great too easily, don't yeah, we? We say legend it, too it just, easily, yeah. It just rolls off the tongue sometimes. But what you're trying to say is he though he would finish that nine times out of ten. It's just a moment um, where he's lost concentration. Ball's gone straight through his hands. Hasn't caught it cleanly at all. It's rebounded off his shoulder. But he's one of those players that gives everything every single game. So it can't be too harsh. And also... People cock things up, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like, they do. They're, they're human. Ulster to lose, as, as I said on the telly, like Antoine Dupont, best player in the world, wasn't just poor by his standards. He yep. was poor. Like if it had been any other scrum half, you'd have tugged him after 50 minutes because he was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. And then he won him the game. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, well, you know, everyone, everyone has bad games. Everyone. I had a couple. I had a couple, Tom. I've dropped a couple of passes now and again. I had a bad one against Toulouse. Oh, in no. European Cup, out in Toulouse, went to put Did a grubber. Through, went, went to put a grubber through, and it was on as well. There was no one back there, but it just ricocheted off someone's foot, and they went the length. <laughs> oh mate, I was just stood there thinking, oh, oh mate, yeah, yeah. And then I dropped another one then, and then um, just after half time, got escorted off. Got tugged, yeah. And Jamie Robinson came on and put Ben Blair in under the post. Like, oh, oh no. no, you hate to see it, don't you? Well done, you. But didn't win the game, so I was happy. You hate to see it. Joking, obviously. Wanted to win oh. the game. Um, yeah, I hate to see it. hate to see it. Um, so, yeah, that was... I'll tell you what, mate. There was loads of cards this weekend. Yeah. Shed loads of reds and yellows. I think it's the, yeah. it's the most red cards that has happened in maybe Europe and the Premiership since 2012-13 yep. season. Everywhere. And a lot of them were were right. And a lot of them were, you sort of, oh, is it a red? Is it not a red? And I think if you're, if you're in that situation now of is it, isn't it, a red is just given, if you're yep. unsure. Um, you know, there were some clear ones. It was Friday night, Bristol Bears sale. And that was Reed. amazing. Yeah, you, yeah. There's a reason why the first game was so poor, um, because the second game was amazing. Second Aaron game was Reed so gets good. Red carded, and you know the trouble players have got now is when there is plenty of time to adjust your height, and they don't. Um, that's when mitigating factor just is is gone completely. And if you're coming across to cover. The, what I would say is, and the boys explained it well in comms, is that when you're running the cross hard to cover tackle, you can't run low because you're not fast. You have to run upright, you know, to be able to change. And if you don't at that split second then, before you make a tackle, realise that you have to dip, um, then you're going to run the risk of hitting high, going high and making contact with the head, whether it's with your head, whether it's with your shoulder, 
Um, whether you're intentionally going high or not, it's just a reaction. That is just an outcome of what's going to happen. So, yeah, I do feel a lot for for players. I feel for the the guys that get red card, uh, the guys that get hurt first, because you know one wants to see high tackles, and you obviously got to be careful of of head issues. But on the flip side, you you, f- you feel a little bit sorry for the players that get red carded because they've not really done much wrong. Um, and I don't know if if getting you know having this massive attitude now of tackling lower is going to hugely help because it's so reactive tackling yeah. it will help to an extent yeah and I know your point of Courtney Laws has only been yellow carded once for a high tackle penalised penalised once for a high tackle everyone's tackle. nicking it now I yeah, had John Barkley everyone's nicking it. my stat yeah John everyone's Barkley nicked it and it's it. mine mate no one else knew it it was all mine and they're all nicking it all of them they're thieves um, but anyway yeah it was it was a great game I really really enjoyed it and Bristol Sale Sale got through just but great game had everything Absolutely in great it didn't game. it for, yep. penalty try I thought the crossfield kick should have been a penalty try gets tackled in the air by Randall um, but it wasn't given the Bristol scrum struggles quite often these days considering it's got sort of an England alliance tight and I know Sinclair doesn't play every game and he's a top player and all that but they do struggle more than I expect them to I think Genge is just getting better and better and better and better. And when he arrives next season, that really helps. But, you know, it's a World Cup year. He's a starting international and he's flat out first choice now. He was amazing in the Six Nations. Like, he's going to play 10, 12 games for Bristol. Yeah. Um, Sinclair the same. Like, John Arfoe is 38. I mean, he just, he literally can't keep going much longer. He probably can, but he can't. So it's one of those things where you reduce the salary caps being reduced by a lot. You've got two top internationals, two of the most valuable props in the world, probably in the, probably both in the top 10, 12 in the world for actual value. And so you're paying them. I realized salaries are being reduced, which is the right thing to do. Definitely. Cause all the clubs are losing money and that's the biggest outlay by a mile, but they're still lot. They're still very well paid guys and rightly so, but they're going to play, I would have thought less than half of your games. It's quite it's quite a conundrum, isn't it, now for owners? Because what you want is, what you really want is Mako Vunapola. So you want someone who's good enough to play for England in a World Cup final, but doesn't get picked. That is what you want. But there ain't many of those about. No. Like it's, you want you want as many of those as humanly possible. And it's, it is, diff, it is blimmin' difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Massively bet. I love the game and Sale were dominant up front I thought and that's where the majority mm. of tries came from um, really Randall good Merver at hooker oh man he's good he's, so <laughs> he's hard working have you seen how fast he is as well yeah who did I talk to I talked to someone on a sideline who was it oh yeah uh, who was it I can't remember I might have had a chat with Rob Weber about him once I can't remember what it was and he said what no, because Rob played in the same team. So what you got to what you got to hope is that his line out goes completely Pete Tong, so he gets subbed off because they're losing so much ball. And if his line out starts going badly, it's right, right, boys, kick the ball off as often as possible. Try yeah. and give Sale ten line outs in in half an hour, so he gets tugged off. Because as soon as he's gone, guess what? They might win. Like he gets tugged off. You heard me. He gets pulled. Alexanderson pulls him off. He um, as soon as he goes, it's like oh, thank God we haven't got to deal with him anymore. Like a wild boar, mate. Yeah. That's a, he's like a warthog, isn't he? Is that what, yeah what's nightmare? His, what's his uh, is his name? Is he got a nickname? Akavanda Merva. 
No. Oh, he's, what's his name? Nickname? It isn't the, is it the Warthog? It might be the Warthog. Yeah, yeah it rings a bell. Yeah. Nightmare. Really Absolute nightmare of a bloke. Um, Leinster battered Connacht. Connacht. Always going to happen. Um, Always going to happen. Leicester, Leinster is going to be absolutely immense. That is a um, Matty Oli Woodsworth Road. It was a beautiful one. Yep. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're so good, Leinster. Always They're so good. Always say it. I, I, think, I think they might find Leicester quite hard work. Yep, I think so. I think you're right at the moment. But, but Dan Kelly's hammy's gone and I wonder how bad that is because he's been immense for them. Harry Potter was very good for Leicester. Wow. Yeah. Man of the match break he made just the good thing about that is so many times you see wingers just looking up in front reacting to what's in front of them you know so if a player's coming in from one angle he might they might step the other way just to try and evade him but what he does really well is he steps and he's looking for his support so he knows the support is on the right hand side you know if he starts stepping left he starts running away from all of all of the backs basically freddie stewart but he doesn't. He keeps it alive and it's a lovely ball. Perfect timing to Freddie Stewart for a try. But it wasn't a try of the round. That has to go to Harlequins. Yeah. That was that was probably, that, that's going to be the try of the season. I don't know how you can beat that. Amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Unreal. Unreal. Just, just how it starts. It, does Lewis Lyon yeah. score it in the end? Um, or not. No, who? Oh my God! Good question. Who scored it? Joe Marchant. Joe Marchant. Yeah. Joe Marchant scores it. Danny Kerr yeah. kept it in. Marcus Smith. Danny Kerr's bit was really good. Yep. Marcus Smith's bit was a joke. Yep. It was a joke. Is there another fly half in England that? Jo, jo, I still think George Ford. I, I would start Marcus Smith in all the England games because there's a World Cup coming up, and he's the future. Right. I still think George Ford is. I mean, absolutely level pegging with Marcus Smith, best fly off in England. I think he's amazing. But I don't think George Ford could have done that. I no. don't think he would have done I that. I don't think he's got the the pace or the acceleration. He's got the acceleration, maybe not the pace to pull away because that's what Marcus Smith does. Just that, that little stop and go. You know where he sort of jumps in the air? He sort yeah. of hovers, but then he's gone again. And he's just, he, all he's looking for is defenders to be flat-footed. And he's just bamboozled him but yeah yeah it was um, class but he missed the kick a kick mate now it's not right in front of the post okay but it's it's one you should get it's in the green zone or red zone whatever zone you want to call it it's quite red they should get it zone green yellow zone Uh, mate I was so brutal for him absolutely brutal but and also I don't it's easy to say ref bottled it ref bottled it Watching the series of penalties, scrum and otherwise, on the Montpellier line, I was watching that thinking, I, how, how is there no penalty try here? How are there not enough penalties? Then you're on yeah. a warning, but you're not done after the warning when you give another one away. And I was just like, this is, I think it is a big moment. And I wonder if TMO shouldn't be in his ear saying, don't forget you've given him a warning. Yeah. So this penalty don't forget you've given a warning because do you know what I thought when I saw it mate I Got thought to think about as a ref yeah loads and loads of pressure and weirdly it's not the same but it's similar to when you're doing an auction at a big dinner 
and you're like, right, you know, 700 quid, 800 quid, and you go off and have a joke with someone and come back, and you know, what, is that a bid, sir? You're scratching your nose. You know how an auction works, don't you, mate? You've got to be careful. I'll do you for a grand if you're not careful. And you come back and you say, right, we're at 700 quid, and you're not, you're at 800. And it's just so much, there's a lot to think about, and you almost need someone to remind you where you were a minute ago because you've had so much, there's so much going totally on. Tell me be a good ref, mate. Marty Bird from Ozark. You've <laughs> got loads going on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's got so much going on. He's spinning plates left, right, and centre. Um, yeah, get your point now, but shame that for Quinns because that kick would have taken him through. Um, Munster, Exeter, do you watch a bit of that? Yep. Um, yeah, it was on at the same time. I was doing La Rochelle Bordeaux, which was fine. Not much doing there, really. Peter um, Marnie but I, was brilliant. He was just a vacuum. Well, so super, was mate. Joey Carberry as well. Yeah. Like, really good. Um I've not seen loads of Munster this year, but that was probably one of his best games, I thought, of just his attack and his decision-making and his running game. Like He's been massively missed there, but he looked really sharp. The Simon Zebo offload for the Alande try, you know, that, you miss it. I missed it because I thought there's no way he'd be able to get that ball away. A lot like Owen Farrell for Max Malin's try. You're thinking, you you know, you're going to get man and ball now. You're going down, you're going into touch. But he manages to thread it through. And it was probably the moment of the game. That try just takes Munster away from Exeter. Um, and yeah. what was that? It was like the 73rd minute. There's no way Exeter wouldn't come like back. Like going Farrell's offload to Malins, but better, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ex- ah, very similar. Both, both, both brilliant. Yeah. Give generously to both offloads is what I would say. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, okay. yeah Munster through Leinster Leicester we've touched upon anyone else like Harry Potter was good anyone else that you um, Edinburgh beat Bath 40, put 40 on Bath in the challenge I thought um, Ollie Chesham was really good sorry for Leicester initially yes. until he got his yes. red card doesn't dip yes um, very good yeah very good and he's a good size isn't he because he's he's big. tall and useful but he's not super super bulky so he flies about yeah He's good. I haven't. What I haven't seen is um, Racing against Stad. Did you no. watch any of that? Racing won. Haven't seen it. I saw a clip where Finn Russell goes through and yep. does something. Does something. Okay. Grubbers it and then Vianu picks it up and scores the other end for Stad. Oh, here's one for you. In the Ulster Toulouse game, yep. all the prop gets a red soon after he comes on yep. for a high shot on yep. Jalonch, yep. Anthony Jalonch. Yep. No one seemed to say it, or which makes me think, they're not going to bottle it, it makes me think I'm wrong. But Herring comes in with a shoulder shot on the head and it is the clearest double red I may ever have seen. Yeah. I don't understand how Herring hasn't got a red. Yep. And he's come in and the justification from the ref was that Jalonch has been knocked Offline by O'Toole. So say O'Toole, O'Toole wasn't there, or he hadn't been knocked offline. Herring is steaming in, both arms down by his side, shoulder first. Not he's, He might be dipping below his full height, but he's not bending at the hip. He's slamming his shoulder in, and afterwards he's screaming something on the lines of have that. Right, and it's the have that isn't the point. It is a proper shoulder shot to the head. 
And I do not know how they didn't get a double red. I yeah. do not know. I mean, it didn't matter in the end. I've got no idea how that's not a double red. And if I'm wrong, could a ref please tell me why I'm wrong? It takes a confident ref to give a double red mind, I would say. Yeah, if, but yeah. I reckon if Luke Pearce or Barnsley are doing that game, they're both gone. Yeah, maybe. I reckon. Or yeah. Big Nige. Yep. When he was doing it. Back, at, back in his heyday. Yeah. Now he just spends days in the hay. Yeah. Romping with his calves. No, don't. Don't. Pulling out calves. That's what he's doing. I've always fancied doing that, actually. Just look at a brutal process. Um, I saw a video on Instagram the other day that my kids showed me of two people, presumably that work in a zoo, and a cow um, basically had its ass clogged up by oh, stop it. A, a dung plug. It just a bit stuck, so they pulled out the plug, and the amount of liquid that comes out of its ass is unbelievable and they get drenched in it like you are face everything like you after you've been on a week of steak <laughs> on the atkins <laughs> on the fatkins diet yeah die fatkins um yeah so there we are that's, and why, that, you, that's, that's why you always break your potato masher right so <laughs> should we go quarterfinals quarterfinals now Rassin sale and these you're doing the home team first aren't you yeah so Rassing to win that, but yeah. wouldn't it be great if Sale beat him up a Something little bit and did a job? All out. La Rochelle, Montpellier. Uh, have you been to La Rochelle for a home game? Nope. Oh, it is amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. I think they might beat Montpellier, that's what mm. I think. Munster yep. to lose. Amazing game. Yeah. Neither team actually in amazing form, though. It's just two big names. Although I'd say Munster's form of the weekend was... One of the best I've seen. Just yeah, they're getting better. I think Munster do him. Yep. Toulouse, Toulouse didn't yep. look very good at all. Okay. Ulster really. I'm gonna go with Toulouse. Okay, that's good. Disagreeing. That's good. Leicester, Leinster. Oh. Leinster don't go. Yeah. Can't look past them. No. Just like a bur- like a burger on a menu at a restaurant. I can't look past it. Can't see anyone beating them really. Got to go for it. Too good. Yep, Leinster. Um, I never really bothered who wins rugby matches, but I'd quite like to be wrong on that one. Mm. It's good for Leicester, but um, and it's and it's an old club coming back. Do you know what I mean? Instead of the same clubs dominating, it's the main reason. But yep. Leicester look amazing, absolutely amazing. Where are you this weekend? Do you do anything this weekend, boy? Um, I'm doing the highlights. I'm not sure where from on Sunday. We might. Oh no, I'm at Saracens. That's right. I'm at um, Sarri's Exeter because we're doing a live ITV game and I think we're filming the highlights from there as well. Um, and I've got a, I've got a, a wedding on Thursday in Devon then I've got a roast beef lunch, big cha- military oh, charity lunch on nice. Friday, which is great fun in London. And I think, I think, I might have Saturday off, I think. But I just, fingers That's crossed, fingers. boy. Yeah, busy, busy Friday, busy Sunday. What about you? Uh, Dragon Scarlet's on Saturday. The rematch, uh, Dragons to the Scarlets at uh, the weekend on Saturday. It's their second win this season in all competitions, so big win mm. for them as well. Mm. Um, Jack Dixon was really good at twelve. He's like a Jamie Roberts type player. Like hit some really good angles, carried really hard. Harrison Keddy was good as well um, in a back row. Um, Sam Davis played pretty decent, so. Yeah, they just they looked like they wanted it a bit more. They looked like it 
the energy levels were a lot higher. They were desperate. Okay. Which they would be because okay, boy. it was only their second win, so covering that. Yep. Anyway, right. That'll do us, big guy. Look, well done, lad. We got through it, didn't we? We did. We did. Uh, we've got a lot we off our chest. Well done, guys. A bit of therapy, this is. You know, you, you managed Good to... Good luck with the flights. Keep keep us updated, will you? Yeah, no, I'm, I think I might have got a refund already just sliding into their DM box. Oh, really? Yeah. Bet you, oh. bet you guys can't wait to hear the outcome. Anyway. Well, let us know. Hope Badger's all right, mate. Um, it'll be fine, boy. Well done. Nice one. All right, cheers, everyone. Ta-ra. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.